Uh, good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Carscott here, Christian Center Report Daily Podcast. So glad you're with us today. We're in the season of Purim, the story of Esther, and the release of the Jewish people from captivity. And today we're going to talk about access to the heavens in order that we can go before the king to have mercy for our lands. All right, let's listen in. the Lord and when is it our time to speak right now to the king well welcome it is Wednesday the 20 oh it's not 29th it's Wednesday March 1 2023 I was going to add an extra day it's not leap year and so we're so glad you're with us we made it we're on the other side of that mountain now what does March bring <laughs> only God knows um, I'm praying that uh, we get some clarity uh, what the Lord's up to. We know God has plans for this coming Passover, which we're getting closer to. But this week, we're focusing on the, the Feast of Purim, which is the celebration of what happened when the Israelites were released from captivity and were able to have an opportunity to go back and restore the land, their inheritance. And that is what I desire for my nation, for my family, for my city. I pray that for you as well, that you would have a passion for that. And then say, Lord, here am I. Use me. I'm willing to be a voice. I'm willing to be a, a conduit for that to happen. Well, we need to get to heaven. We need to, in a sense, the spirit realm, and to hear what heaven's saying so that we can have strategy on how to fight this battle that we're in. You know, Jesus in First John when uh, Nathaniel was impressed that he had a knowledge, a word of knowledge, that he was under the fig tree, and he believed he was the son of God by that. And he, he said to him, you think that's good? And this is a paraphrase. You think that was really good? You'll do greater things. You're going to see angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. And I want to say that as good as gifts are, as amazing as the gifts of the Spirit are, they're nothing compared to what's available and where we're headed. We're going to see this ascension of angelic help messages, helpers, the host. We talked about that the other day, about what God is sending our way. Hebrews talks about that. They're ministering spirits to serve us. And this is a picture of what Esther went through to prepare herself to go before the king. And we as a bride, called to be a bride of Christ, have got to prepare ourselves or allow the preparation of ourselves so that we come in before the Lord. In the Chronicles, it talks about how the priests would wear the fine linen to come into the presence of the Lord so that they wouldn't incur guilt when they came in. Well, what covers us? His righteousness. 
And when we go in with his righteousness, we have access. We can come boldly to the throne of grace. And we can ask for our nation. We can ask for our cities. We can ask for our ministries, whatever. But we come in properly in the protocol of heaven, which is by his righteousness, not because I've done enough good works or I've done anything great. So there is a removal process that goes into our access, removing us, so that when we come in, we don't come in with selfish motives. We come in with a heart for the Father and what he's doing in the earth. This story of Esther is a picture of what it means to be the bride of Christ. She's a type. The king is a type of the Lord. And the protocol, obviously, of that day is not much different than now. Yes, we can come to the throne of grace. We can come there boldly. But the fact is, when we're going to start asking on behalf of a nation, we've got to be so dead to self and our ideas, our political ideologies and all that, and say, God, your will be done. Because what if the Lord says, I want your nation to go through great judgment, trial, destruction, in order that it can be redeemed? Well, if you've got a flesh that isn't willing to go there, then you're not going to be able to hear that. You're going to be so loud with your request that you won't hear heaven's request, so you die to self. And that's what she went through. Now, you know the story we left off yesterday. She was picked um, to be part of this harem uh, to maybe be the one who marries the king or gets to have the attention of the king. Many of those in this harem he would have never seen or had anything to do with, even though they would have been legally bound to him. He didn't. She was somewhat of an orphan. Her parents had died, and Mordecai uh, was taking care of a relative, an uncle, was taking care of her. But anyway, uh, it was decreed that she would go into the king with the young ladies, and they gathered her there in Susa. And she put in the custody of this guy named Hegai, Hegai, I guess, H-E-G-A-I is an English word, and taken into the king's palace. And this guy was a eunuch, but he's in charge of making sure the preparation was done. So to me, he's a type of an angelic being. A eunuch is neither male nor female, right? It's this, this being that is working with us to prepare us for where we're going to be. And she had that, and he takes her in. And she goes through the process. <laughs> you didn't just get put in this harem and then say, okay, you can go marry the king and you can be in with him. There's protocol. And she had to go through the protocol, 12 months of treatments. Okay. Fullness, 12, government. Fullness of treatments in order that she could have this access. And this was for everybody. It wasn't just for her. If anybody was going to go into the king, this was common. They had to go through this. So six months, it says, with oil and of myrrh, and six months with spices and cosmetics, which they would put on her. Okay, obviously we're not going to need cosmetics to go before the Lord, but we're going to have the beauty of the Lord put on us, that's for sure. The oil of myrrh, myrrh, that price, that intercession, that brokenness, that's removing the flesh, death to self. Uh, many scholars believe these treatments were these things where they rub on your skin. Uh, these women, you know those things. It kills your dead skin, removes it from you. Uh, constantly putting this oil on you. 
but the myrrh is the main thing that you're looking at here. That is a price that's paid to get the myrrh. And so there's a, the oil is from the crushing. So the type and shadow here is we go through a process, six being the number of man. So we die to self. We remove the old flesh. We get all this stuff off of us so that we can come properly to the king. So she goes through six months of that. Then the next six months is uh, with spices or perfumes and cosmetics. It gets put on her. Now, what they would do is that they would uh, so rub these things into her being for six months that it would get down to the deepest pores within her body and that it would go, it become part of her, really, that that's what they describe it as. And so that even, this is interesting, even in the heat of the moment, whether she's out in the sun or sweating, whatever, remember women don't sweat anyway, they glisten, that's what I've been told. And that whatever the heat would come to her, even trial that would come to her, that out of her pores would become become this perfume, this spices. It would be the garden that's inside of her that we talk about in Song of Song, uh, chapter 5. And that the Lord would so fill us with himself, the beauty of who he is, the oils of heaven, the spices of heaven, that when we get in a heated moment, not our flesh would come out, but our spirit man of what he put within us, the beauty of who he was. We would shine forth like the sun in the midst of a crisis. When Jesus was pressured through the cross, through the temptation, through Gethsemane, what did he come out with? What came out of his pores? Blood, right? It says that he, he sweat at Gethsemane. When he sweat, it was his blood. And there's a, a physical condition, they say, that when you're highly stressed, your body's in major stress that that actually can happen. You'll have blood come out your pores. Well, that's what happened to him. So what happened is the preparation that Jesus went through before we, you know, the, he was slain before the foundation of the world. He was willing to go there. Not my will, but thine be done, he said, right? As he did in the pressure of the moment, anger didn't come out. Frustration didn't come out. Uh, hatred didn't come out. Blood came out. Love came out, and the beauty of salvation and the redemptive story came out of Christ in the most heated moment of his life. And that's what she was being prepared for. That's what we're being prepared for right now. We're going through this process of death to self. It's the beauty treatments. As we read yesterday in Revelation 19, the bride prepared herself. She went through this process yielding to the Lord and saying, Lord, here am I. If there's any wicked way in me, get out. Lord, I, I, I lay before you. Fill me with your oil. Your name is as ointment poured forth. Your name is honey on my lips. I want you in me so that when I come into any situation, you come out of me. And that's what the picture was. So therefore, when she came to the presence of the king, she came with the ability to bring pleasure to him because he would have known that she submitted to the work that it took for that to manifest in her life. 
and you know it was a physical thing, but we look at it spiritually in a type and shadow, it came out. This is somebody that he could trust because now he has a partner that in the heat of the moment, in the heat of the crisis of a nation, she wasn't going to come forth in anger and bitterness and revenge and vengeance. She was going to come forth with beauty and have purpose and have a redemptive gift come out of her because she went in and paid the price. Now, Jesus paid the price for our salvation. We can't do that but we can pay a price of dying to self and living for Christ so that he in us will manifest in any situation. Are y'all getting this? And this was powerful. And she, because she went through this process, yes, she was a beautiful woman, the natural in form and, and beauty and face. That's what the word says, but it doesn't matter your outward the inward has to be done. These beauty treatments was all about the inward work. Now, you know, the cosmetics were added to it, but it was a, a beauty that was already inside, and it just enhanced that. So she gets to come in the 10th month and the seventh year of his reign, she comes in. That, that's just amazing. The completion, 10th being establishment, she was established in perfection, to come and come before the king. That's what happens. When Jesus said, you'll be perfect as I'm perfect, what we have is his oil, his sacrifice, and we allow it to, be, to do a work within us. His spices, the beauty of who he is, come in us and let us become a living garden. Let us become this manifestation of the beauty of heaven so that no matter what comes at us and against us, it's heaven that manifests. We saw that in Joseph. When Joseph, I've used that text many times in Genesis 50. When Joseph went through the process, the beauty treatments, if you want to call it that, the prisons, all the things that he went through, in the heat of the moment, when it came time that he could get revenge, he manifested heaven, not earth. He manifested mercy. He understood that it was God who's judge of all, and it was God's plan that he go through that so that what was meant for evil will be turned to good. See, that's what happens when you allow that inward work. And this gives us access to heaven. That's the point of the, today's podcast. She will later, we'll go on it tomorrow, we'll finish tomorrow. She would have access to the king and access to the heavenlies, that very thing that Jesus said, the greater things, the ascending and descending of heaven to earth. She was going to get there, and that's what we need right now at this Purim feast. We've got to get in there and remove these edicts against us and the Hamans that are coming against our lands, our families. I hope that was encouraging to you. I feel like it's a teaching, yes, but it's a prophetic word for where we are in time right now. Father, I pray for everybody listening today that they would submit to these treatments of your oil, your sacrifice being put in us. And Lord, the beauty of what you grow in us manifesting so that Lord, no matter what we go through, we will manifest heaven and not our flesh. Forgive us, Lord, when we've done that and not submitted to this work. Let us submit and grow so that we come before you and ask for a nation in the name of Jesus. All right, come back tomorrow. We'll finish. Well, thanks for listening today. And I pray you will listen each and every day on this daily podcast. We're moving into March. Want to make sure you 
recognize this coming Sunday, we'll have our Purim service where we'll share the story of Purim and the story of Esther. So if you don't get to watch it live Sunday, watch the replay and learn the revelation, how important it is to save a nation. I think it's a critical time for this feast to be taught because our nations need to be returned to what God said we are called to be. So listen in. All right, come back tomorrow.